City of Hope is dedicated to making a difference in the lives of people with cancer, diabetes, and other serious illnesses with a mission of transforming the future of healthcare by turning science into a practical benefit. Hope into reality. This is City of Hope Radio with your host, Melanie Cole. Lung cancer is one of the most common cancers in America with over 220,000 new cases each year. At City of Hope, we treat the whole person, body, and soul and have a compassionate, unmatched reputation for coordinated, comprehensive care. The lung cancer team has pioneered state-of-the-art regimens with procedures that eradicate cancer while minimizing side effects with a broad array of lung cancer expertise from multiple disciplines all under one roof. My guest today is Dr. Loretta Irunse. She's an assistant professor in the Division of Thoracic Surgery at City of Hope. Welcome to the show, Dr. Irunse. Why is lung cancer in women and non-smokers even on the rise, do you think? Um, first of all, thank you so much for having me this morning. Um, uh, that's a very uh, excellent question, and it's one that um, there's a lot of studies going into trying to figure this out. And I think primarily um, it's multifactorial. Specifically for women, it's important to to note that lung cancer is, in fact, the number one killer of both men and women. And women in particular... Um, continue to have other sort of risk factors that might impact um, their ability to have lung cancer. Um, unfortunately, smoking continues to be a significant uh, uh, sort of risk factor that women are exposed to, either primarily smoking themselves or secondhand smoke, and I think that's one of the reasons why we're seeing um, lung cancer in women uh, at such high rates. It's important to understand that the, uh, there aren't necessarily increased deaths from lung cancer in women. Um, you know, the, the truth is that the number of deaths from lung cancer in women has actually plateaued and it's actually coming down a bit, but it's still a significant uh, problem because it is the number one killer of, of um, women. Um, and so lung cancer continues to be a problem. And then with non-smokers, uh, we're starting to realize that uh, that actually, those numbers are, are rising, and we think that might be secondary to increased rates of secondhand smoking and also uh, to genetic mutations that we're starting to see um, on the rise. So is there a genetic component to lung cancer, Dr. Arunse? Absolutely. There is a genetic component, but we think that the genetic uh, aspect is is, is uh, typically sporadic, meaning that it's not the same sort of thing when you consider, um, you know, genetic issues that come from parents. You know, you, your parents come together and they hopefully would give you normal genes. And in most lung cancer patients, they have normal genes, but because of the carcinogens or the um, um, pollutants, those genes may become injured and then lead to uh, lead to the lung cancer. So there certainly is a genetic component. There have been lots of studies that show we, we have a better understanding of which gene mutations lead to certain cancers. And so we know that with most tumors that there is a, a genetic uh, mutation that leads to it. Um, and we believe that this is typically secondary to smoking. 
with estrogen being known to grow things, does that play a role in the development progression of lung cancer? And is there any difference that you see in women that are in perimenopause or postmenopause versus premenopausal women and estrogen levels? That's a good question. Um, so there is a connection between estrogen and lung cancer. Um, the, but we don't, it's not as clear as to what that connection is. Um, certainly, there, we know that uh, women who take estrogen and progestin sort of uh, when they're menopausal have a higher uh, rate of lung cancer. There are studies that have shown that. We also know that women who have lung cancer who continue to take the estrogen and progestin um, have a, a worse survival with lung cancer. Um, so there have been studies that have shown that, but it's, it's not as clear because we've also had small studies that have shown have not shown that. And so right now, um, the thought is that there is a role that estrogen plays with lung cancer, and many times if a woman who is on estrogen and progestin develops lung cancer, those drugs will be stopped. But uh, we can't say for sure um, what the exact correlation is because we don't have enough data to, to support that. Is it more difficult to diagnose lung cancer in non-smokers? If someone is getting a lung cancer screening because they've been a 30-pack year smoker, and they're a non-smoker, but they're exhibiting maybe symptoms or coughing or something, and they come to see you. Is this the first thing you might think about, or is it a little more difficult to diagnose? I think I think you're right. It is in, in some ways it's very much uh, more difficult to diagnose simply because um, you know we are trained to hear smoking history and automatically think of uh, cancer, um, or at least to the try to rule it out. But honestly, with the increase in rate of lung cancer in non-smokers, this is something that we um, are starting to uh, look into even in in non-smokers. So if a patient presents with cough or weight loss, or certainly if they're coughing up blood, they're going to get imaging of their chest, and and hopefully then we'll be able to move forward and, and find whatever um, cancer, whatever ailment that they have. Tell us about some of the advances in lung cancer treatment, things that can give people hope if they've been diagnosed with this very scary disease. Yes, it's important to understand that we, we there have been some um, advances, and we're, we're very proud of them. I, there are many clinical trials um, um, on the way um, that is working to determine which sorts of therapies um, are best suited for particular genetic mutations in lung cancer. We, um, especially here, have a focus on minimally invasive surgery uh, in an attempt to um, improve the way we remove lung cancer from patients who have um, localized disease. Um, We also are are doing more and more studies to understand the role of um, radiation, um, which may be a way to treat people with lung cancer and hope for cure um, if they aren't able to undergo surgery. You know, and then there are other sorts of uh, therapies that are on the horizon for p- patients with more advanced disease. So, so the truth is there are a lot of uh, therapies 
that are um, that have now been proven to be quite effective and that we're studying and hoping will be effective. Please, in the last few minutes, Dr. Arun, say, give your best advice for possibly preventing lung cancer in women and non-smokers as well. Things, lifestyle modifications, things they can do that might reduce that risk and why they should come to City of Hope for their care. Absolutely. Thank you for asking that. So the number one risk factor for everyone still is exposure to smoke. Uh, to cigarette smoke. And so the number one thing that we can do to prevent lung cancer is to stop smoking. So if a uh, person is smoking, stopping smoking, abstaining from smoking, never smoking, um, decreases your is, is the number one thing that can be done to decrease your risk. For those who are not smoking, um, exposure to secondhand smoke still needs to be stopped. And so if you have loved ones and those around you who smoke, um, you know, keeping your distance, not allowing them to smoke in your car, your home, and and, and reducing that exposure is absolutely key. Um, we, we also would suggest, you know, um, being very mindful of your body. Um, so if you're starting to have symptoms, um, of any sort, you know, if you're if there's a cough that is prolonged, certainly if you're coughing up blood, um, see your physician and 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 honestly, um, especially in those who are smoking, we would recommend, um, you know, talking to your physician about lung cancer screening because that is that that won't pre- prevent um, uh, uh, lung cancer, but it certainly uh, will allow for easier and earlier detection. Um, there is there are other risk factors including air pollutants and you know radiation um, you know for patients who have had radiation for like lymphoma or those sorts of things or breast cancer in the past and there's not much you can do um, after the fact but certainly again if um, there are any sort of symptoms please make sure to to see your um, physician and and discuss uh, further care. Thank you so much. It's great information. You're listening to City of Hope Radio. And for more information, you can go to cityofhope.org. That's cityofhope.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening. 